Let me know when you're ready. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Rob and Jay Show. Coming to you, coming to you from New York City in Bryant Park. I'm Rob. And I'm your boy, Jay, otherwise known as Johnny, otherwise known as Tall Guard, otherwise known as the Slim Reaper, otherwise known as KD's biggest fan, you heard? We're not talking about KD today, so that's irrelevant. <laughs> Anyways, we have a couple topics to hit today. Uh, today's an important show because we have big things going on in the NFL in terms of Colin Kaepernick. We're going to talk about the Houston Astros and their sign stealing, and we're going to talk about the return. Carmelo Anthony. The Mellow Man is back. After Mason a year appearance. gone, he comes back. So we're gonna three, get into that. It's like over three hundred and like. It was a year ago. It was a year ago yesterday that he played his last. Jeez. A year ago last week that he played his last game. A four three six five, bro. That's crazy. All right, so let's start with Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick, who hasn't played in an NFL game in three years, had a private workout on Saturday, November sixteenth. The NFL announced it November 12th, that Tuesday before the, the workout. Everyone found out at that time. He goes to the workout. I'm just gonna I'm gonna give a little quick breakdown. He goes to the workout. He calls an audible, as a lot of people are saying, right before. Said we're not gonna do it at the Atlanta Falcons facility where it was scheduled to take place, a private workout. He moved it to a high school 60 miles away so that everyone, so the media could come and watch. Does his thing, throws, does a practice, declines to sign a waiver that would prevent him from suing the NFL if he didn't sign. However, ESPN Stephen A. Smith saying, is saying that the waiver says it's in case of injury. Because it was moved from the Atlanta Falcons facility, only seven NFL teams attended the workout. When originally, eight, over eight, eight, right? seven, eight around there, yeah. according to NBC. Uh, and then over, according to NBC, uh, but anyways, seven or eight around there, and when it was over, when it was originally over twenty teams supposed to attend at the Falcons facility, but because it got moved, only only it went to single digits. So Johnny, as a black man, tell me, <laughs> tell me how this nigga crazy. Uh, you, 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 your opinion is interesting on this one. Yeah. Just tell me how you're feeling about this whole situation as we stand, and he's still not back. Um. Thank you for your nice soliloquy, as uh, Stephen A. Smith always likes to uh, articulate when someone is uh, going on a long diatribe. But uh, uh, as a black man, as you so uh, profoundly stated, my, my thoughts on the whole matter is this, right? So you have Colin, who has routinely stated that he wants to play in the NFL, and that, but also that he's not giving up his right to protest. And he feels strongly about this protest of of many unarmed black men and women being either brutalized and or killed by police. And he felt strongly enough that he was willing to almost lose his job. And so he feels that, you know, the last three years of his life has been wrapped up in litigation and all this other nonsense because the NFL will not allow the man to play in their league. They feel he's a distraction. They feel as a at the most, they, they, what they what they see him as as the most is a backup quarterback. Is that, is that fair to say? They see NFL owners, the NFL sees him as a backup quarterback. Is that fair to say? I guess While so, the, yeah. the people, the public sees him sees him as a potential starter, considering what's, what's I think happening, he's a starter. considering what's happened with Mitchell Trubisky and, and and you know all the other quarterbacks, not to single out Mitchell, but singling out all the other quarterbacks out there this season that have struggled. Kyle Allen, obviously in Carolina, so he has routinely been denied work, and so. You know, three years go by, like I said, and now we came up to Saturday, but this was reported, what was it, Wednesday or Thursday? It was a Tuesday. Tuesday. That it was reported, the announcement was signed, uh, announced on November 12th, and the workout took place on 16th. A random ass Tuesday, where you have, you spring this on Colin, no one, no NFL team contacted Colin, to my knowledge, what I've, what I've been reading, what I've been listening to, and you expect them to, almost like an ultimatum, either accept it or you don't want to play in the NFL anymore. So, to my knowledge, correct me if I'm wrong, Colin goes about the business of, okay, I'll, I'll go to this workout, tennis workout. He, he tweeted he was excited to see what excited was Excited to see what's happening, but as the details start to formulate, as we got closer and closer to the date, you started to understand that this was not what it appeared to be. So, you have Colin, who, who obviously has a distrust, I think that would be a fair word, with the NFL and a, and a relationship that's clearly not 
mend it by any means. But he was willing to give it a shot to see, you know, because he wants to play in the NFL. So he does it, and it comes to find out that, you know, whether it's the waiver form that, you know, for anyone listening, there's a apparently there's a waiver form that many uh, prospects or those getting, trying to get back to the league doing a workout have to sign. Essentially, just like an injury form waiver. Am I, am I on top of that, Rob? Am I like? It was an. It was a. It was a waiver. Some reports are saying that it was a waiver in case he didn't get signed. The injury was already included, but some reports are saying you know, there's also a uh, clause in the on the waiver that if he didn't get signed, the NFL is not responsible for. It. Yeah. So, uh, and also I think the big thing or the the, the big tipping point for him and, and his lawyer who reviewed the waiver was that in the not so original or standard waiver, those language in that in that particular waiver to to Colin Kaepernick that essentially kind of wrote that if something was to go awry or, was, or something wasn't to happen, when he wasn't getting hired, such so be the such be the case that he would not be able to sue or, or pursue litigation in any type of the terms, whether it's you know unfair treatment or whatever the case may be, and. Uh, that's unfair. Clearly, that's unfair because obviously Colin has a right as an American to, or, you know, to pursue litigation if he uh, has the need to do so. And then also you have the media obligation, right? So he feels that the NFL might take the footage of the presumed workout, may spice it up a little bit, and then have leaked, quote unquote, ladies and gentlemen, leaked reports that maybe his arm isn't as good as it used to you be. You said that in quotation, by the way. I, 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 nigga, I said quotes, bro. Oh, I didn't see I didn't, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't see I was, I was, t- I was, look, I was doing research. Um, but yeah, so he was more afraid of how he would be perceived post-workout that even if he did spectacularly, did amazing, did everything they said that, he, that, that they wanted him to do, that at the end of the day, they would have leaked out these false reports that he wasn't as good as he once was and that this whole thing should be you know, thrown away that the Kyle Kaepernick is one of the top quarterbacks in the league or should at least be in the NFL. And so, as for me, it, it, it's a shame, man. It's a shame that we've come to this point. The NFL and Colin, I think, at the end of the day, don't look the greatest because Colin obviously moved the workout, as you so stated earlier, that he moved to 60, about 60 miles away to the high school, a local high school in the area of, of Atlanta. And he performed well. I mean, we, we all got to see him. He was on Twitter. He was training for a, long, for a couple of days. And uh, he looked good. But at the end of the day, you know, you could hear the anger in his voice post-workout when he addressed the media and just kind of just essentially called out the NFL, called them called out. Called out the owners and the NFL said, stop running. I've been doing that Stop running. Years. Stop running. And you know what? While that's not the best way to handle it, I can't blame him. You know, as a, as a man who's been denied work, as a man who has been, you know, played around with and messed around with and has name joked in the mud as much as Khan has, you can understand why he has that type of anger. So I can't really blame him. And I, I just think it's a bad situation all around, man. All right. I think, in terms of the weekend, I think both sides lost. I think Colin Kaepernick lost, and I think the NFL lost. The NFL announced days before, we, we said it like three times already, days before saying, hey, Colin Kaepernick, we're finally going to give you an opportunity. But hey, it's in a couple days. <laughs> so get ready. It's going to be here. This is how it's going to be. That's it. Why are you doing it on such a short term? Why are you doing it on a Saturday? During, in November, when NFL teams had to play on Sunday, and on Saturday, college football teams are playing. Mm-hmm. Scouts are monitoring college football games on a Saturday, because college football is going on, obviously. And then on Sunday, the day after, NFL is taking place. Yeah. And if you're on a bye, you're not really occupied. You're trying to, it's called a bye. Yeah. So they're not, gonna, they're not incentivized to go monitor that. So, so, there's, there's no real, so what that, what all that means is that there's no real opportunity for our, our actual head coach or an actual assistant coach to attend Why this Why didn't you do this before the season? Or it's typically done on Tuesdays. It's typically done the day after the, the, the last game of the, season, of, the, of the week. I'm sorry. And we, we, yeah. and we know Jay-Z, Jay-Z had something to do with this. He had something to do with this. And he, and he, got, he, be, he joined the NFL in this whole situation and he had he, he got his hands in this before the season started so yeah. why couldn't this happen when the season before the season started it does not make sense why are you pushing it like this it kind of seems like it kind of seems like here just take here's your workout take it or leave it half-hearted attempt half-hearted attempt exactly you could have made a way better situation but instead you you only made yourself look worse now for Colin Kaepernick's side this may seem controversial if you want, I know you've been denied for three years. You should be a NFL. You should be starting in the NFL right now. I'm not gonna name any names, but there are definitely st- 
NFL quarterbacks who started this oh, weekend. You, you can name you can name names, bro. Come on. Right. Like, Philip Rivers had one of his worst games. Well, that's that's different. He's he's an older quarterback. Right, he's right, on his right, way right, out right, probably. Right. Philip Rivers, yeah. Mitchell, Tra- Mitchell Trubisky. There's a lot of NFL quarterbacks that have looked real bad. Mm-hmm. We've looked at it. We play fantasy. We see, yeah, <laughs> we can't pick this guy up. He's not good. All right, Colin Kaepernick is better than those guys. He can start in this league. I don't care what anyone says. I know he's been going for three years, but you cannot tell me that Colin Kaepernick, when the, when the Jets were, when, when Sam Donald was out for Mono, he could have started over Luke Falk or Trevor Simeon. Simeon yeah. He could have started over those guys. Like, come on. Anyways, but when you're applying, this was essentially an interview. Although it was a crappy circumstance in, the inter, in terms of the interview, it was an interview for a job. It's something that he's been wanting to do for a long time. And... When you go about it like that, when you say stop running and you're calling out the people that employ... Cathay shirt, right? Well, I'm not... That doesn't really matter to me. No, I thought so, too. I didn't think I was a big deal, but I'm assuming... But I'm sorry, I just made the table, yeah. so you probably heard that, people listening. But uh, people had a big deal about that because uh, it's not the proper attire, I guess, to attend a workout that you I mean, you could he could have, like... Was that the best time to wear it? No. Like, come on, John. Was that the best time to wear it? Okay, you want to say that time and that place, but it's just a damn shirt. You take it how yeah, you want to take it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Didn't, I, I, don't, I don't care, but I don't yeah. know if it was the best time to wear it. But anyways, when you're, applying, when you're trying to get a job interview that you've been denied for three years and you really want to do this job, do you, is it, do you think it's the best way to call out the in people employing you and not employing you after you have not spoken a word for three years? Is that the best way to do it? No. Is it the best way... When you invite the media to come out to watch your workout, you moved it. You moved it from in a private facility to a public facility for the media to watch. And then when the media wants to ask you questions, you come out, say a statement, and walk away without. And you haven't answered a question within three years. I don't. That like it's not the best. It's not. It's just not the best way to go about it. I, I, I understand. Like, does he? Like, I want to. Like, do you want to? Do you either want to play in the NFL or you want to be an activist? He wants to. I. I feel like he wants to be both, which is. Great. I want that to happen for him, but sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you just gotta work with what you got, and if you want, you have to get there. Sometimes I understand he should. He should not be in the circumstance to have to work for that. But in the circumstance, if you want to get to what you ultimately want to achieve, that's what you're gonna have to do. I just think that it just takes one guy to kind of change the system up. I think we're so conditioned to be a certain way, act a certain way with with everything in life that sometimes. And people acknowledge this for like superstars that sometimes the rules don't apply to them. You already heard that phrase that some of the superstars, not all yeah. the rules apply to them. And in this case, it's, it's a long, Colin, I'm not saying he's a superstar. I mean, obviously, he's a, a national figure within our country at, at the very least. But I would like to say that this is a special, special case and that he shouldn't be looked at as a guy who's just going for a job interview. He's not some guy off the street that you're going in there saying, all right, bet, you work out for us because you need us. He doesn't need them. He wants to play. That's his passion. That's his, that's his love of his life is his football. He's gotten this far playing football. That's what he loves to do. That's his, that's his thing. That's his passion. And you, you've denied him that right, that passion to play in a league that he was already successful in. Because of why? Because he had a stance or something, a political stance that he yeah. has the right to do as an American. Yep. So I feel that for those out there who are, are preaching the, the or are pushing the narrative that, hey, listen, it was not the, the best look, I kind of get it. But at the same time, you have to understand this man's case is totally different. I don't think that he owes anybody anything after what he's been through the last three years. Completely and that, and also to your point about the, the media statement, I think for him, he wanted to, he didn't want to mix words. He didn't want to you know, say anything. He wanted to just give out to people. He would say he stayed. Uh, there was reports that he stayed around, signed autographs, talked to people, but he wanted the media there for transparency. And he got that transparency. That's why he moved it. He couldn't have it there at the, at the which, Atlanta Falcons. Which makes sense, but here's the thing. You clearly had this planned out. Colin did? That he was going to another facility. No, I think as soon as he realized, because the details, Bar told you in my first point that the details came out so slow. So by the time it got to about Friday, I think they didn't budge. So, to hit, but, and that's just like the only thing I have a problem with, maybe the, the big thing I have a problem with. He waited till like a like couple hours beforehand exactly. to kind of change the, the venue. But at the same time, he doesn't owe anybody anything. So, like, if he feels that was the best way to handle things, I'm not going to really question it. I feel it's a little weird to wait a couple hours beforehand, but hey, I don't know how this, tra- this information I'm transpires. Not, I don't know how the information like, I'm travels. I'm not questioning. I'm not questioning what he's. I'm not questioning what he's doing. His act. His his. What he's being active for is a great cause. We, me, and you. We've seen. I. I am completely with this cause. I'm with completely taking him taking. You down with the brown, my brother. Yeah. Hey. hey, hey <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I have no problem with him. He has. There was. A, 
it was the right. It was his stance is there's is a legitimate stance. People, um, innocent African Americans are being killed and brutalized by police. That should not be. This should not be the world we're living in, where 50 years after Martin Luther King had a I dream, I, I had a dream speech, this has happened. This should not be where we be. He has the right to take that stance, and I'm completely with him stance. Mm -hmm. But if you want to have an NFL job, that is not the way to do it. You can't, you, Johnny. You can't deny that. Uh, listen, man, it's it's tough all around. I understand clearly that hey, it's their rules. You play by their rules. But this is a different case to me. I just feel like then why do it? Why just say it's kick rocks? This isn't because, why we even show up for the Because then, then, out there? then you got the narrative that hey, he doesn't want to play football anymore, and, and it sucks. And see, you damn if you do, damn if you don't. So if he, if he says, you know what, no thank you, I'm not doing that, the NFL can say, look, see, we tried. We, we, we tried to give him a chance, and he said no. He does it, but he tries to do it his way, try to compromise a little bit. They was like, nah. Yeah, his way, nah, that's, that's, that's my point. His way wasn't the best way. I'm not. No one's way was the best way. This whole no, thing No, no one, yeah, I'm saying. If, yeah. if the NFL didn't do this half-assed invite in private workout session, this, this probably doesn't happen. No. This probably doesn't happen. But he still had a chance to get in it. Back in the NFL, he wants to do what he wants to do since he was a kid. If it was me, I'm not gonna put my—I'm not an African American or anything like that. But if it was me, if I wanted to get a job in the NFL and I'm being active at the same time, I get the job, and I'm—and then I work to be an advocate at the same time. But I try to get the job first because this is what the whole thing has Kyle, been. Because Kyle, he's not been in the NFL though for look, the past three years. And listen, Colin's gonna be Colin, whether that's to a fault or whether that's to his uh, benefit, detriment or benefit. It's, it's gonna be—he is who he is. He, he understands the ramifications of what's happening. For three years, bro, he hasn't had a job. And so he's not going to change because he really wants his job. He's made a good amount of money. And he's going to continue to make money through the, the Nike endorsements and all the other things yep. like that. So it's just that he has a love for the game. He wants to play. And he's getting denied that for no other reason than he has a stance or something that a lot of the owners, a lot of the fans don't agree with. And so he's out of football. And it sucks. Because Which is stupid. It's stupid. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, listen, Collins is – He's gonna be remembered forever in terms of what he's he's brought. I want him in the NFL back so bad. It's he, it's, I really want to see. It's probably not gonna happen, bro. I, think, I still I still have hope. I still think it's gonna happen. Nah, man, he's getting old. He's 33 now. He's getting older. Like teams right now, if they, especially this season, with quarterbacks are like ass and really just doing terrible. Um, I really, I really, I really want to. I really want him to come out. I'm not. I'm not trying to like cop the plea necessarily, but I want the goal is for him to come out the victory. Him, to him to come out as the ultimate winner, he would have. It was him, him being in the NFL again. He would come out the ultimate winner. Am yeah, I wrong? I, I don't think it's about being the winner. You know what I'm saying? I feel like for him, it's. But it's, he won against the NFL if he did that, though. If he gets back as a quarterback. And in the in the in the, in the court of public opinion, yeah, he won. He he got the job, but at what cost? He's not going to sacrifice his morals and his values to try to just sell out, quote unquote. I don't think it would be selling out though. Because it's these guys. Like he, this. <laughs> He, they, were, they, were, they were in a lawsuit, bro. Like, not too long ago, that just got settled out of court for undisclosed amount of money, which I think they, he got the bag from, honestly, because they, yeah. they, he had a, a real case with collusion. So it wasn't like... They, that's why, the reason why they settled, because they knew that at the end of, at the, end of the day, he could expose them for but collusion. Here, but, and so that's hard to I think, it's, I think it's possible because his, one of his closest supporters is Eric Reed, who was in the NFL. He's he, been very critical this, of the whole... This is how the world works, but we can't be naive. Colin is the, is the poster boy. So it don't matter. Malcolm Jenkins kind of did his little support. Eric Reed did the support. He, he kneeled. He still continues to support Everyone, the A lot of people still kneeling. But the thing is, bro, Colin is the focal point. He's the first one, and he's the one who led the charge. And so he is the one that, for the NFL, he cannot be in it. Like He's a quarterback. It's different, bro. He's a quarterback. None of, none of those other guys are quarterbacks. When you're an NFL quarterback, you are the main, main, main dude. You're the head honcho, the main, main guy. You know what sucks? It goes back to what you started with. He's His stature, what he was, back to the, what he was leading the leading the 49ers to the Super Bowl, yep. and one play away from going back to another Super Bowl, yep. that hurts him. Because how good he was yep. and how good how and, popular he was. And then even more so with the on the play field, right? So you have guys like Lamar Jackson, guys like Kyler Murray coming into the league who would do the run pass option and do what he was doing, you know, six years ago when it wasn't that cool to do. He had a 200-yard rushing game against the Green Bay Packers in the playoffs. You, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it, it, things like this where the game was developed to where, like, the coach is more accepting of his style of play, Colin Kaepernick I'm, I'm talking about, that he can't – with those benefits. Because would there be a Russell Wilson without Colin Kaepernick? Would there be a Lamar Jackson without Colin Kaepernick? No. Because he was the first one to actually, because Michael Vick 
it's a different case. He was more of a scrambler, wasn't an organized runner. Colin Kaepernick was the first quarterback to be an actual dual threat. Take that college mentality and bring it to the NFL where you can throw, he has a, he has a rocket arm, and he can run his ass off. So I feel like it's a shame, like I said before, and uh, we have to kind of move on. But like at the end of the day, man, Colin always has love around, you know, for me, I, I, love, I love the dude. And uh, I just hope to see him maybe play one day. I'm doubtful. But um, I think I think I think there's still a chance. It's tough. It's tough all around, and uh, you know it's. But again, we gotta we gotta come back to NFL has to do better with this too. Uh, yeah, they have to do better. I mean, you know. You can't give them. You can't give them a half-ass workout so, and expect and expect expect good things out of. Them. Yeah, they should. You they, know he's a polarizing figure. You know he's not gonna keep his mouth shut. You know he just sued your ass. Yeah. You think he's just gonna be like, all right, I'll take the workout and be silent? No. You gotta, you gotta think about, you gotta think about this. NFL has been, been run through the mud, a lot over the past. Not, years. it's not just a con situation. They, they just, they just the are, Ray situation. They are a shady ass organization that is finally getting exposed. That protect the shield shit. Fuck out of here with that. They getting exposed, bro. And at the end of the day, when you, when you that, when you that money hungry ingredient, and you, you operate in a, in a shady way. 2019, you can't hold that. They could have done, they could have done the workout in the offseason when, when the rosters could have been from 50 to 90. Plus, could have had him on a roster. No one brought him in, so like, it just doesn't make sense. On like, it could have. It just at the end of the day, me and you, Johnny, we, we're we're in support of this. Both sides could have been better on this. Yeah, I I think more, I, most, I, I mean more so the NFL. Like Colin just is. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, I see what you mean. He's I, reacting to what he's been experiencing the last three years. Yeah, which is which I don't blame him, but I just uh, I, I, don't, I don't blame you for I don't blame you for taking the way you be more on the NFL than Colin. Mm. I'm more, I am too, but. Not as much as you. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. On to the next subject. The Houston Astros. Oh, it's not confirmed. Nigga, what? Them wait, boys. Wait, 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 wait. Shout out to my son, John Boy, bro. That shit is confirmed, bro. Confirmed. Yeah, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to at least At least 2017 is confirmed. All right. Let, yeah. me, get, let me get through the situation. Let me get through the story. Houston Astros. Uh, stack team. Alex Bregman. Jose Altuve. George Springer. Carlos Correa. Justin Verlander. Uh, Yuri Gurriel, a loaded team, mm -hmm. won the World Series in 2017, went to the ALCS last year, mm -hmm. came, lost, came up short in the World Series this year, are accused of, are in a cheating scandal, as multiple people, Ken Rosenthal, Peter Gammons, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of sources, valuable sources, uh, John Boy, credible, yep, John Boy, who's great to follow on Twitter, a lot of incredible people with good evidence, as well. Have a, are showing, are exposing the Houston Astros for, a, a, an, as an organization who doesn't have a good reputation to begin with, and now they're accused of cheating through methods of sign stealing with hitting the trash can trash when it's not a fastball and it's all speed pitch. Oh man! Then you have a World Series film, and when they won the World Series in 2017, you have guys taking down the monitor between the dugouts. You have Trevor Plouffe, a baseball player, who has. Who, who says that when the when the games are lost? Because obviously you can't hear trash can during a playoff game. Or yeah. They have a, the bullpen catch with an earpiece, telling hearing the signs, and then he puts his hand on the fence for one pitch, hands off for another pitch. Another. That's an, that's another. One. And then you have the other. Uh, you have an email by one of the uh, an executive of the Astros suggesting use of cameras for sign stealing. Yikes. Uh, well, I, have to, I have to quote right here. One thing in specific we're looking for is picking up signs coming out of the dugout. What we're looking for is how much we can see, how much we would log in things, if we need cameras, binoculars, etc. So go to the game, see what you can or can't and do, and report back and findings. This is an executive called Kevin Goldstein who suggested this to an email. And what was... Yeah, and so the Astros are just getting crucified. There's another, and they also, this most recent one, they have a little tape on their fingers that vibrates with signaling what pitches, what type of pitches coming. So you have all these things pointing against the Astros who are, who are a shady organization. You said shady about the NFL, they're shady or shady. I didn't say shitty. Shady organization. <laughs> they shitty too. Not that shitty, but. They eliminated your Yankees. They got shitty people. Twice in the last two years. Yo, in the last yo, what's up with you, bro? You had to bring all that up. I mean, no, but legitimately, like, you could say that the Yankees could be sending us two, with two more World Series trophies out of it. Gosh. So, Johnny, like I just said, 
Yep. As a Yankee fan, yep. how are you feeling about this soul uh, scandal so, against the Astros? You know what, man? When I when I first heard the news about this, uh, it was about two weeks now. About two weeks. About a week and a half, something like, something like that, right? It's been about two, yeah, two um, weeks. I was kind of surprised, man. It, I've heard. I mean, obviously, there's been rumblings, right? There's been rumblings about them cheating for a few years now, but obviously, no one can prove it. And until uh, the pitcher, what is, what is his name? Paul? Trevor Bauer? No, Trevor no, no, no um, uh, Mike Fires. Mike Fires. Mike Fires. But he used to be, he was on the Astros team in 2017. But no, it was another one. It was, it was it, like Lloyd Farquhar. You know, like, I can't pronounce his name. I'm, oh, I'm oh, oh, shit. Oh, I said oh, Lord oh, Farquhar oh, from Shaq, oh, but people oh, don't, that's not his real name. I know who you're talking about, though. He was on the White Sox. Yes. He, he was like. He, he was in conjunction with the guy from the, from the Astros, a former producer from the Astros, as they reported to Ken Rosenthal and what was, what's the actual outlet for them? The, the Athletic? The Athletic, yes. Uh, and they reported that they heard banging in 2017 while they were at Houston. And shout out to John Boy, who took the time to actually research this and found cuts of. The exact moment it happened, he was it was sixth, seventh inning, I believe, and uh, late in the game, you could hear a clear banging every time that the catcher signaled for a a changeup. And uh, at the time, the the pitcher caught wind of it and obviously changed the signals because he knew that they somehow they had gotten on to what they were doing. And so that was 2017. And so there's there's record not not just that particular game, but there's been multiple games within that season that this has occurred at home at least. Obviously, you can't do it on the road, but you can do it at home. Well, and they could do it on the road with that if that tape. If that with tape, the tape, yeah, I'm, I'm getting to that. True. So, like, but that's 2017. That's pretty much confirmed. Am I out of line by saying that's confirmed that the banging was as yeah, clear was, as day? Yeah, they, they have evidence in, in the game against the White Sox. I maybe yeah, there was one against the Blue Jays with, Michael, with a, Marcus Stroman pitching. There's a few games in, two, in 2017 that that occurred. Now you move past that. I believe that they understood that that was a. Neanderthal like fucking way to handle uh, sign stealing because you can clearly hear fucking banging when you're at an arena, especially when it's like the middle of the season when there's not a lot of people there. You can hear that shit. So they understood that that wasn't the best way to cheat. So they decided to move on to other methods, like the monitor, like the the, the fingers on the tapes, like the hands on the uh, was it center field? Defense. Defense. By the bullpen. Yeah. By the bullpen. Was it hands on for? It was hands on for one pitch, hands off for another. And so. They got they got hip to it and, and and I think now, thankfully they've been exposed. The organization itself, like you said before, is shady and has not had the best reputation amongst fans outside of Houston, and within the MLB. A lot of teams don't like those guys. They understand that they are a little too cocky, a little too confident, and now I think everyone's kind of celebrating, and it's not really something to celebrate because like you don't want no one cheating like that. But everyone's like, "Hey, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy." Like, look. Yeah, it's fuck, it's, fuck, it's a it's a them. it's a yeah. A lot they're not like because obviously you had the situation happening in the ALCS when the when the assistant to the GM said, "Thank God we got um, Roberto Ozuna." Roberto Ozuna was, who, who, was who, accused of domestic violence, domestic violence and, and, and that was two actually a female reporter. So, it, and, and it, it took and it took him a while to they were it took him a while to budge on the on the on the apology. And it's funny because when you bring him, bring him back up, that he got fired, right? He got fired. Yeah, he got let go. And now I'm hearing rumblings that the MLB is like investigating him to see if he'll flip, right? Is he like, hey, is there anything else? That's interesting. You know what I'm saying? And he has nothing to lose. He got fired. So and apparently, also, Peter Gammons, who works for MLB Network, he said that possibly some of the, it could, uh, some of the scouts for the Astros are leaking some of this info because they were treated so poorly. I was listening to the Michael K show yesterday, and Michael K mentioned it, and that sounds about right. It's astounding, man. Stuff. It's astounding. And well, no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, and also, I'm, I was reading an article in Bleacher Report when the Nationals won the World Series, which is unfortunate, um, as a Mets fan. And I was reading an article, the Nationals planned for this in the World Series. They completely planned for this. They had signals for batters. They had signals for, they had, they had their own signals for batters. Wow. They were changing it constantly, constantly, constantly changing signs. Because that wasn't the adjustment there. Because, like you said, Johnny, it's been rumbling for years. They were talking about it when the, when the Nationals were facing the Yankees. About the sign stealing, and their manager AJ Hinch laughed it off. If you see, if you, if you, and, and not to be like a biased Yankee fan, but if you really look at that series, in, at least in 2017, every time we were we were at home, the Yankees and they were and the Astros were on the road, we smoked them. The one, the home, the Astros won every home game. We smoked them, and then we got on the road, and they won by like one run, one or two runs, something that's manageable. And you, and you, you hear things like this, you go back to it, it's like, wow, you really kind of robbed us of and, an opportunity. And you also. In the division series against the Rays, they won the home team every game too. This year, in Man. the division series against the Rays, they went five games to win or go home. 
They won the home. They won every home game. It's really unfortunate. But a team with that much talent, like the, the Houston Astros, has to has to go to that type of level of, of listen. Because I know science stealing is a part of baseball, kind of, sort of, right? I mean, you kind of, I mean, you can you can beat me on this one, like. You can, it's a, if, it if, if you're in the if you're in the dugout, right, and you kind of yeah. see something, see like them tipping their pitches, or you see them kind of you know constantly doing this type of movement that that leads to them throwing this particular pitch, and you alert your guys. That's fine. That's what, I said. I said that's within the rules of the game, so that's okay. But for you to use tech, because I remember one team right got caught with the Apple Watches, oh, right? Red Sox. <laughs> you're fucking and guess Red what? Sox, and guess what? And guess what? Who, <laughs> guess who? Guess who was the manager when they got caught with it? Alex Cora. And where was he? Houston. The bench coach. He was, he was a coach for Houston. So it, it, it all connects. And now, now Johnny, I want to ask you something. What do you think the suspension should be? Woo! All right. I'm glad this you is gonna come, Bro, They listen. might come down heavy just to make because sure this won't happen again. people have been liking this to the Spygate when my pages got exposed for allegedly filming certain workouts and, and practices to kind of help aid us in future games against those opponents. We got hit with a million dollar fine, and we lost some draft picks. Clearly, that didn't affect us too much because we won several more Super Bowls, you know, a few years after. But for the the Houston Astros to be doing these things mid-game, that could clearly change. Because in baseball, it's one pitch, one swing could change the whole game. Clearly, and you go, you've gone to this, this, this amount of, of cheating where you, in game you're actually going about using tech monitors, you know, Neanderthal ways of banging on cans to signify the, the batters, and and having a monitor set up so you can see the catcher, zooming on the catcher's uh, signals, and it's, you have to go hard, you have to go super, 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 super hard, because Rob Manford, the, the commissioner of the MLB, he doesn't want this on his record, he doesn't want all this on him, so he has to go and show that if anyone else tries to do, do this shit again, it's a wrap for you, so I think personally, Draft picks, easy. That's that's like a, a, a brainer. The fine, gotta be twenty mil. Got twenty million. Twenty mil, bro. <gasps> got to him. Got to him hard. Twenty mil fine. Then fifteen to twenty. I say fifteen to twenty. Fifteen twenty million dollar fine. Then you gotta spend Alex Cora, even though he's not on the team anymore. They're gonna suspend. Gotta spend AJ uh, Hinge for the year. For the year, both of them for the year. Now. The, the new hire for the Mets, Carlos Beltran. Carlos Beltran. That's tricky only because he was a player at the time, so the players' union is going to back his ass up. So I don't think he'll be hurt by it, but he might get a little baby suspension, not a year, but maybe like a few games or something like that. Because like you are part of it and you probably knew about it, and you were like the, one of the coordinators of it. And then you got to start firing folks. You got at least put pressure on them to fire people so that the GM, come on, bro, you got to lose your job, bro. You're tweaking. Like you, you knew this was happening. You got to go. And the players. I don't know if you can do anything to the players. Not, they can't, they can't affect the, the, the salary because that's that's another. Nah, nah, not, not the salary. I mean, you can probably spend them maybe, but it's, there's no there's no concrete proof that like one particular guy was like doing the most or like whatever. So it's kind of like you gotta let that let that go. Well, yeah. So the complicated thing about this, you have to you have to you have to, you have to hurt them where it hurts. You have to hit them where it hurts. Not yeah. Hurt them so you hit the pockets and you gotta hit. But them. you also gotta make sure you're doing it in terms where it doesn't violate their future and that the players union will do it because the players union and MLB do not have a great relationship. That's most unions and, and, and corporations. Yeah, right? but I think that out of all the three, would you say the MLB? Well, NFL is, is cutthroat, bro. Like, that yeah, shit. I, I, you're right. MLB, MLB's not good. MLB, yeah. NBA is on the best terms. Yeah, yeah. But the MLB one, MLB Players Association is not on good terms. There's, you saw what happened in the free agency signings last year. People are struggling to get jobs in the MLB. So yeah. they're not on the best of terms. And I think AJ Hinch is going to get suspended a year easy. Yes. The GM is going to get suspended a year easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alex Cora is going to get suspended maybe a year. Okay. I don't know. Belshawn, I think he's going to get suspended. They're going to get fined heavy as what an organization. What do you think about that 2017 World Series title? They're not going to take away the title. I, I don't want them to because I feel like that's it. It doesn't make me feel any better that we lost to them in, in the uh, ALCS. So what's the point? They're of, not gonna take it. They're not gonna take it. What's the point the of like taking it away? But I'm saying though, no, do you think that there's a this is play devil's advocate, right? Do you think there's a valid argument out there that can have them take it away or just vacate? Like no one, no one won that year. Like just you know say hey, because of unforeseen circumstances, no one won that year. They won Game Seven of the World Series on the road. They won. Two, I believe they won two of the games but, on the road. But my counter argument to that would be them winning those three games prior. They won those. What, two of those games on, at home? I believe they went. I, I believe they went two at home and they won two on the road. So with all this circulating, I, I'm not positive. 
if if you if you can if you bring up the argument that hey, maybe they don't win one of, one or two of those games. Maybe the the, the Dodgers get them without them cheating. So they, so you, you kind of just have to play little devil's advocate and kind of just think. I'm not I, again. I'm not saying they should because I think that's a little little extreme and doesn't help anybody. I don't anybody. think it's gonna do anything. It doesn't do anything for anybody. Yeah. You're not gonna take away the rings from the players that already have it. Yeah, they already got they it. They might still claim that they're champions. So what is that gonna do? And you think the Dodgers are just gonna take that World Series? I don't no, no, think no, so. no. You don't give it to anybody. I just wanna say you just hold it bank it. Like no one won that year, and, and obviously because of what happened in light of all the new information that we have uh, been, uh, 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 you know, been hip to. So it's just it. I just think that it's an interesting point. I heard it on Michael K and a couple other outlets about what what no what would happen if. And so I just wanted to get your thoughts on like how how that would turn out. You know? uh, in terms of what exactly? Just them losing, essentially losing. They're not gonna, the, I don't think yeah. they'll lose it because it won't. It's not gonna do anything for anybody. If you vacate it, it's not gonna do anything because they'll still parade around as champions. What does that do? Yeah. Because they still it's they still have the rings to say hey we're champions. You gotta you gotta yeah. take away the rings too. But I still don't think that's gonna do anything. <laughs> and also you gotta find evidence also in the World Series too. We do we? I haven't seen anything in the World Series happen. Uh, from 2017, no. Um, I mean, this, this this information is is coming to light day by day, pretty much at this point, and so we don't have every information. But again, guys, you're listening. Shout out to John Boy Media, John Boy on Twitter. Uh, he's he's a, been great with this. He 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 has. He's been on this. Put in the work to get this as a visual, because we hear all this information. We hear we, we can read all we want, but the visuals is what really captivates pe- captivates people. And I think for John Boyd to actually take the time out of, his, out of his day to research this and actually put it up to where, you know, even some fans are even giving him some clips. He breaks it down and, 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 and makes it easier for the for the consumer to understand what's going on. So shout out to John Boyd, man. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, and I, I know what's the craziest thing. Um, I believe the record at home was like, they were like, so much better at home in terms of regular season than than on the road. So much better. I think I'm not sure. I, I don't want to confirm. I'm thinking like. I mean, it makes sense. 80%. I hope it's not. I think they were like 60 and 21 at Boy, home. Boy, I hope they will be 80 percent. If you cheating and losing, you suck. <laughs> you no, no, no. Suck. I'm talking about in terms of how sure I am about what I about the record at home. Okay. My internet e- is really e- so I can't pull it up right but, now. But either way, either way, their record at home should be better because you're using all these different types of mediums. To get an advantage, and so if you get all that, you get all the tech, all all the all the sign stealing, and you still lose, you fucking stink. So I and, mean, they and, lost against the Nationals. But they went to Game Seven, and and, and they won multiple games in a row. That which was pretty crazy. Like they they lost the first two. That's also that's true. They won every game in the World Series. They won was on the road. This year. This year. And so I don't know what they, this was saying. 2018, 2019 is unconfirmed. We don't know what methods they use. We hear rumors, but only that's confirmed is 2017. Clearly, that they use the banging of the trash can to signify off-speed versus fastball pitches. And so, again, I mean, look, we nothing's happened yet. Rob Manfred, he, he's in. He with the owners, right? He has, he has an owners meeting. The owners meeting, yeah. And that's what today. I think, tomorrow? It, was, I think it was. I think some of it took place yesterday because they were at. He was at Texas. He was at Texas because the Rangers are opening up a new stadium. Yeah. The owners' meeting should be. If it didn't happen, it should be happening around now. Yeah. So I, I think maybe there might be a a press conference done by him that's saying that hey, like we're still looking into it. We're investigating currently, and maybe like by a certain deadline. Because I think like you can't have this lingering throughout the next season. I think you need to get this done probably by January. I want to say late January. Yeah, I, I think you're gonna get it done fast because it's gonna. You have to make sure. How it affects, because you don't, you don't want it to, do you want it to affect how free agency happens, takes place? It could, it could have a drastic effect on free agency. But I don't, but see, you have to be thorough. You can't just say, because the people say, we want it now, we want it now, that you want to just rush through. Uh, yeah, no, investi- I understand, but. It's investigation, just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, I'm saying you should have it, you should, you I suppose January. You should have it done before February. I think yeah, 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 yeah. I think the latest is because, late January. Because, like, what if, sure. like, a player signs with the Astros? And then all and the suspense, and then then the suspicions come down. Yeah. They're screwed. <laughs> that's that's the only reason. Yeah. I don't think you should. I don't think it matters. You should. Oh, I should do it before the Astros sign the players. You shouldn't have done it in the first place. So that's another punishment you should get. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, it's a it's a tough situation. I think for this to come down heavy, I think the people are gonna have to squeal. The people that are connected with the Astros are gonna You're have saying, to pull a six nine, bro. 
don't know. I'm weak, bro. I'm weak. Yo, if y'all should see this nigga's face, nigga said, what? Nah, bro. But you but you know what it is, though. I mean, like, listen, they're not squealing because, like, listen, when you're in that competitive environment and they're taking, they go into those lanes to cheat, and you and you are part of the organization, like, like, the, like the scouts who were cheated unfairly, they have a right to say, like, listen, forget them, fuck them, I'm going to do this, right? So I don't I don't see it as squealing per se. I just think that they're saying enough is enough. This team has has been, you know, putting their nose in the air, saying we're the best team in, in, in baseball. Meanwhile, they're behind closed doors. They've been doing all of this. And so it's just unfortunate because those, those guys, Alex Bregman, even though I hate that, that little fucker, um, Jess Springer, <laughs> um, Jose Altuve, that little fucker too. I mean, all of them are great guys, great players. And not great guys, I should say, but great players. And it sucks that, you know, you have this looming over them because now it brings the question, how good are they, right? How good are they? That's exactly, that's a great point. Uh, does this affect does this affect Jose Altuve's uh, Hall of Fame chances? Because he had he could he could make an argument he was on a Hall of Fame trajectory. One MVP, one ALCS MVP was he's a great hitter, great hitter. Could he could he could make an argument he was on a Hall of Fame trajectory. This could affect his Hall of Fame chances if he's had anything to do with this or if he has. But or, you, how can you or not drop how, off after? How can you not when I'm sure your teammates are doing it? And so like, what are you gonna do? Not hit a bang? You know, like, what are you going to do? Just sit there and say, I'm going to ignore it. You can't. It's already in there. E even subconsciously, it's already in there. You already know what's coming. And so you just take advantage of it. And so it, it, it's unfortunate because now, like, maybe he didn't want to be a part of it. But, hey, at the end of the day, that's your team. You roll with your team, and this is what it is. So you got to take the consequences. Yep. It's going to be a very interesting offseason for baseball. All right, moving on. Our last subject, the man, the myth, the legend. Yes, sir. Has returned. To the NBA, and his name is Carmelo Anthony. Oh, you didn't do it, bro. You didn't do I it. I said at the beginning, I don't say. You gotta do it again. Do it again for, for Melo, bro. It's been a year, bro. Carmelo Anthony <laughs> has returned to the NBA. He's been signed by the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, He's not yeah. guaranteed. Uh -huh. He comes guaranteed if he stays to the team. I believe past February. Yes. And now uh, he made his day. He made his debut with the Portland Trailblazers last night. Well, last, uh, last night. Last night. Yes. Against the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, his first game against the New Orleans Pelicans in New Orleans. No Zion, though. No Zion. He went four for fourteen. Four for fourteen. He had about points. ten points, five boards, five turnovers, though. Five turnovers. That's five apple turnovers, bro. That's not a thing. Not a thing. But hey, listen. After a year off, I expect him to have a rough game. But I guess we could talk about the beginning of the game, like the hot start. He's he had. strong. Yeah, yeah. Like came up with the metal three to the dome. You heard right in your first shot. I was like, I missed it, bro. I ain't going to hold you, bro. When I see him do it, bro, I was like, yeah, bro. That's, that's it. And they hit the mellow signature, bro. Hit the drive to the left. Pulled up on it for Mitty. Uh, Mitty titty, bro. Easy money, bro. <laughs> Easy money, yeah. That shit, nah. Oh, he, he, but then he tried to dunk on J Jackson Hayes. And all I was right. like, yo, mellow, bro. Chill, chill, so, chill. let's just, all right. You got your, all your fandom out. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had yeah. to keep My it fault. Yeah, keep, uh, keep it above, bro. Keep it above. Um, how do you feel Carmelo Anthony will do in Portland? All right, so... Uh, for anyone who watched last night's game, uh, clearly there was a lot of people missing on the court. Damon Lillard did not play back spasms. So now you have CJ McCollum there, and who's been struggling, and you have Melo just came. Second of a back-to-back. -back. Second of a back-to-back. Melo just comes in and tries, tries to give you anything he can. He was on a minutes restriction, right? He was on a minutes restriction. That no, I think I heard our read on Twitter. I mean, uh, take what you want, but it was definitely from, I think, a reliable source that said he was on a 20-minute minute restriction. But he was also in foul trouble, so that kind of helped it, too. But um, Melo with the Pelic no, oh, Melo with Pelicans, oh, not chill. Melo with the uh, Blazers, I feel that he will contribute and do what he does. He scores the basketball. My only gripe, and this is what the, the whole, did you see, was you on Twitter last night, bro, when Melo was playing? Uh, I was in the beginning. Because shout out to Wide World of Wob. Worldwide Wob. Worldwide Wob? Yes. I just fucking bunch of that shit. He's going to fucking not, he's going to drop me, bro. He follows me back and everything, but he's going to drop my ass. Man. But uh, no, nah, he, he had made a comment that, like, you know, it's, it was a war of words going on between Melo fans and, and uh, analytic purists who are like, Melo's plus minus as like minus 800 and like something. So it's, he, he wasn't good on defense. His and plus minus was not good yesterday. He, he seemed tired. He seemed out of breath. And that's, that's expected when you haven't played an NBA game in almost over a year. So it, I just feel like, give him a break, first game back. He, he, he looked good to start. And I think that if he is able to get back into game shape, and, and and work his way in and, and work into real sets because I think well he got he got signed what Thursday he agreed to the contract Thursday, Thursday Friday. and he played Tuesday 
so what you what you practice? You just probably just got to Portland probably one like maybe Saturday or Sunday. Like come on, bro. So I feel like for him, he had a decent showing to start. Definitely fell off towards the end. But I think he I think he'll provide a spark for them. I think they need scoring. They need a lot. They need a whole lot because that team is falling apart by the by the minute, unfortunately. Because um, you have a lot of injuries. Nurkic Nir is still out. Zach Collins just, just got out with a shoulder surgery. Shoulder surgery. Shoulder surgery. My God, I'm talking too fast. Yeah, that, that New York shit, bro. But um, I think for, for Portland, don't panic. Just ride the wave. Melo's going to help. But don't have him be the focal point. He's the third option, clearly. It's Dane first, CJ second, and then Melo. And I think Melo is still a, a, a decent enough score where he'll draw attention. They can open up a lot of lanes for Damian, open up a lot of lanes for CJ, where like they don't have to always clamp on those two smaller guards. They have to guard Melo because if he's wide open for a jumper, more often than not, he's going to hit that. It's not like he's going to be a bum and, not, and start missing everything. So I think, I think it'll work out. I think they will make the playoffs, but it'll be 8C at the best. I don't think they'll yeah, go past that. It's 8C. I hate to say this about Carmelo Anthony, but I feel like it was a desperate... Portland, for Portland, it was a desperate heat. They need some help. Mario Hazonia is not doing it for them. The great Mario Hazonia. I, I thought he would do better. I thought that situation was perfect he's for him. Been he's been struggling. Struggle. They have no depth. Hassan Whiteside... He's looking whack, bro. Hassan like, Whiteside... You have to question his heart at this point. Dead this guy, ass, ever bro. since he got paid, he has not that, been that guy. Every, yo, where's the guy who said I want to get my 2K rating up? Where's he at, bro? Where's he at? He went from like a 60 to 80-something, like and now he's back to a 60 back to with, that 60. Effort, with that effort. <laughs> yeah, he has 14-14, but he just doesn't, you just don't see him active at all. Nah, bro. Uh, but anyways, uh, they desperately need him. I'm happy that he's back in the league because he For should sure. not have been out of this league this long. Hell I don't no. understand how... He had a great game against the Nets last year with the Houston Rockets. Yeah. And then, he led the game in scoring, <laughs> and they said, That was the craziest part. Like, Daryl Morey there was like, I don't even care. This doesn't even change anything because like he probably had that, that throw in his head that he was going to cut him. They made him the fall guy for their early season. For their early, when Chris Paul was injured, James Harden was, wasn't – James Harden always gets off to these slow starts to start the season. Yeah. And, and so those first couple games, he wasn't like himself. And it was like, oh, Melo, do something. It was like, Melo was like, whoa, I just got here. And then, boom, you cut him. And – I think he could do the same. I think he could be a, a, a decent contributor. Like, starting off the bench, I don't know what's going to happen, but I think he can average, in my humble opinion, 13 to 14 points. I said 15. 15? Probably that too. He's going to get his shot attempts. Don't get me wrong. And especially if Damian and CJ are not, if they're, if they're not sitting on one game, he's going to get his shot Yo, attempts. Yo, both of them are out. Oh, Melo from the Knicks about to pop out, bro. Jumpers everywhere, bro. From yeah. every which jab angle. Step, jab, step, <laughs> jab, Yo, jab, you know Melo, way. Jab, yeah. jab, and, jab. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm just happy that he's in the league. I wish he was on a contender. I really wish he was on a contender. They were supposed to be a contender. That's the thing. Like, he, going going into the season. He made the conference finals last year. I'm saying, going, going into the season. You expected the Blazers to be right where they were before. Like they were just. Uh, 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 they lost Alfa Rukamino. Uh, they, they, they lost Mohawk was Alfa Rukamino. Uh, Zach Collins is out again. Zach Collins is out. And Yusuf Nurkic is out for almost you, all the year. He should be. He should. No, he should be back probably like All Star break. You think? No, nah, I think he went. He be broke up before the playoffs. His right leg. before the playoffs. Right, oh, right before, before the playoffs. So it's gonna take a while with them. They they got rid of the great. They got rid of a lot of great role players. So it's a Damon CJ show now. Hassan Whiteside, whether or not he's there, he's only going to be there for the year. And Melo's not gone guaranteed. So I really hope – we don't even know if they're going to make the playoffs at this point. They're 5-10 and 10 right now. As of today, as of Yeah, November, but again, it's – As of November 20th, they're 5-10 and 10 right now. It's still decently early in the season to where, like, you can go on – in basketball, you can go on those four or five, six game runs, maybe lose a game here, then go on another two, three game run and kind of close that gap. It's gonna to be tougher in the West, clearly. Yeah. But I think overall, this, the hope should not be lost. Same thing with the Pelicans, right? Pelicans don't have Zion. They, Lonzo's out, so you you see him. What happened? You good? And they released uh, Paul Gasol just now. Pelicans? The Blazers just released Paul Gasol just now. What? Yes. Has he played a game this season? No. He had he had, he had, a, he had a, I think he had a foot injury last year, and yeah, yeah. They're, According to Bleacher Report, they're releasing him so he can focus on his foot. Breaking news. Pope Saul's old, motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> come on, yo. Like, he wasn't going to make a difference anyway, so. Back to what you were saying. Uh, no, I was saying, no, don't panic on the Blazers just yet. It's still early in the season, just like the Pelicans. They don't have Zion, they don't have Lonzo. When you bring those guys back, they may be able to close that gap because Brandon Ingram's playing great, you know, uh... And Jackson Hayes apparently is like blocking shots like he's young he's Dwight. Very, he's a very, under, he's a big under, energizer. Yeah, yeah, really, right at this point in his career, he is. But um, I say don't panic. Blazers, Melo, I think I have hope it'll work out. I think Melo will find his role, his niche in that team, and how he can fit on the floor. 
yesterday was just a, I guess, a teaser. I mean, he scored 10 points after being gone for a year. Who could, who could, who could do that? He's, he's one of those guys that you can say you could wake up out of a sleeping and give, 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 me, give me 15. Like, I'll just sleep. Like, bang. If he wasn't in foul trouble, he probably would have more points, I think. And they were call some bullshit on him, bro. You seen that play? He was in the post? And homie, homie flopped OD and it was like, nah, Melo, that's offensive foul. Then he went back in the post. They were whacking his arm. They was like, nah, Melo, what? I'm still Melo, bro. Chill. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yes or no, Johnny? To end this subject and to end our, end our uh, their obligation for today. Uh-huh. If Melo doesn't work out with the Blazers, is he done with the Yeah, yeah. Don't even finish. Don't even finish. He's done. It's, it's over. Uh, unless he goes on, like, a string of, like, 20-point-plus games and he's looking like in his old self, but like it just doesn't work out for the Blazers. Maybe, and I say like, maybe. But outside of this, a non-guaranteed contract, those analytic guys are not with it because they feel like he's a detriment to the team. And the way his style of play doesn't fit in today's game. And I don't think they'll accept him back in the league. I don't know where he would fit on the league. I mean, maybe the Knicks sign him as like a farewell. I think the Knicks will give him a chance for a farewell. As a farewell, maybe. I think they'll give him a farewell chance. But I don't think he wants that. I don't think. I don't think he wants it either. Yeah. But if he, I feel like if he's at that resort, I think he'll do it. You think so? And yeah, because because that's his, that's home for him. Like Knicks fans, remember when he was remember he was at the Knicks game last year and he got yeah. a standing ovation was as an attendee of the game. That's how much the Knicks fans love him. He's the one guy that came to the Knicks and said, I want to take on that challenge of bringing a title I, to the And I, I think he'll always be respected, respected for that because since then, no one else has come, came also, up. So and also, I, for some, I just, for some reason, even though it didn't happen for some odd reason, well, I think there's a reason for it. I think if all else feels, I think somehow he's maybe, I give maybe like a 15, 20% chance he'll give, maybe he'll go to the Lakers one day. If LeBron, if LeBron uh, I, I think what's going to happen is, boom, right? This is my wild hot take, right? You got a team out in the West who has been handed the injury bug. Or Brooklyn. Or Brooklyn. But this is my team is out in the West who's been handed the injury bug the entire season. They're going to tank this season. They're going to get the high draft pick. Probably draft LaMelo Ball. And they come back next season and have a full, full, healthy roster. But they need depth. So you go ahead and sign Carmelo Anthony, bro. You're talking about the Warriors? The Golden State Warriors. He's not, I, don't think, I think it could work. I, I think. Nah, his that style play does not. He. I think pass, for him. Pass, pass. Yes, but I think he can do that. It just, he has to find his role. I think like you're not asking to be a. Especially off the bench, you don't have to really do that pass pass stuff. If you need a score off the bench, obviously Jamal Crawford's still out there, which is really baffling how he's still out there. So yeah. like he should be he should be on the team. But Carmelo can be that guy that like, come with the best score 15, 16 points, get your shot attempts, and not disrupt the Clay, Steph, and Draymond dynamic. So I think for him, that could be an option next year. So um, yeah, I think I think uh, Melo man, I, I fuck with him, and hopefully he does well, man. All right. Well, that'll do it for the Robin J yes, Show. Sir. We covered a, we covered a good amount of ground. We covered all. We'll be at today. We'll be at today. We at 52, so we three minutes three minutes shorter than last we covered, week. Bro. We covered baseball, covered football, and we covered NBA. That's what we do here, man. That's what, that's that's it, what man. we do here, man. But we more than that. we more than sports, though. I'm saying we're gonna, we're gonna do some more. We got a lot of things coming down the pipe, guys, and uh, we're gonna uh, see what's what's coming, man. It's coming. It's gonna be a big year, big season, bro. All right, man. Thank you guys for listening in, and we'll see you next time. Holla, holla, holla.